Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, revenge-driven main Isekai characters, synergy powers utilized in a creative way, random harem antics, violent limb removal, super jealous classmates, and overpowered moments. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 387, Era From Commonplace to World's Greatest. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga View. I'm your host Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you guys have been doing good. And if you're joining us for the first time, I've got to say welcome. Spyrokin is some podcasts inventing reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics. And depending on the show you're listening to, we cover a wide range of topics from movies, television, anime, manga, and other things. And since this is our pilot podcast, the Spark and Manga Review, obviously we're talking about manga. We tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the overarching plot, the character development, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most important. Importantly, entertaining, and you can check out any of our early podcasts at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. We're also on the Alexa app, which is cool. Hopefully, I didn't set mine off by saying that, but I digress, so let's actually get to it. And I've got to actually first start off with an apology. I know that last week we didn't have a Spark and Manga review. It kind of came out of nowhere. Why didn't we have a new episode? Well, the reason why was very simple. It was my second wedding anniversary, and that, you know, takes a little bit of precedence. But worry not. We are ready to go. I've got lots of news for the last two weeks, lots of releases for the last two weeks, and to top it off, a great manga review. So let's actually get with the news, because a lot happened in the last 14 days. So let's go. So first off, the biggest news, the news that makes me really happy is dealing with the Harvey Awards. Now, we talked about this last time that it is an event that's going to be occurring on October 11th. Well, it's 8th through 11th, and it's going to have several manga nominees for their best manga category. And we've talked about this a lot. But the cool thing is that the Harvey Award, which is known for honoring outstanding works in comic and sequential art, has announced that they plan to induct the god of manga himself, Osamu Tezuka, creator of Astro Boy, Blackjack, uh, Princess Sapphire, and all those other awesome characters into the Hall of Fame. Now, this is probably going to be on the last day of the award, so it'll be probably October 11th. It may be earlier, but congratulations to Tezuka-sama. Even though he's passed away, he's still earning a shit ton of awards, and that's really cool. Okay, that's the first bit of news. Now, the next one is kind of more... Recent, it's a little bit weird. Now, for those who don't know, media company Katakawa has announced that it's going to be restructuring its corporate structure on October 1st. Now, what it's doing is it's replacing its previous six departments with 13 different groups, each of which will have a chief officer executive bearing the title of their respective group. Now, that means that this new corporate structure eliminates the previous executive positions of department manager, deputy department manager, executive vice president, executive managing director, and executive managing director previously associated with the company's sixth department system. Now, they're going to get new titles, and there's going to be new structuring completely. And this is designed to achieve a more flat and horizontal corporate structure. So, long story short... Katakawa is changing things up to make things a little bit easier financially and just in general. And they're making their executives kind of take pay cuts to change how they're going to be. So kind of cool, kind of messed up. There's instead of six groups, it's going to be 13 groups. 
and there's going to be a publishing group, literature and movie group, anime group, gaming group, digital group, experience group, global marketing group, rights group, marketing group, manufacturing and logistics group, human resources group, financial group, internal control group. This sounds a lot like they just made six departments into 13 departments and just tried to give it a different name to clean it up. I don't know. I may be crazy. But let me know what you think. This is cool, bad. I think it's just, eh, could be good. You do what you do in order to save your company, right? Yeah. So let's get on to some licensing news. Now, cool thing was there was an event that happened last week called the Small Pub- Publishers Manga Indie Manga Licensing Event where a bunch of indie licenses were up for grabs and a lot of manga companies and publishers picked up a lot of stuff. So there's a lot of little things and weird series and niche indie manga that came out. So first off, Cross Infinity World has licensed Kiri Komori and Yamigo's Reincarnated as the Last of My Kind, also known as Tenshi Shitara Zetsumetsu Sunsei no Kisho Sunzoku Deshita. And this is going to be released on November 30th, ironically, my B-Day. Kind of cool. And the story for this is described as uh, a bicycle crashed into me one night, and the next thing I know, I'm a baby. Getting reincarnated in another world populated by humans, demi-humans, and mystical beasts is certainly not the turn I thought my life was going to take. I especially didn't expect to be carried off by a wolf and given into the care of a one-armed former knight. Now I'm trying to repay him by rebuilding the family inn and healing his arm with alchemy. But the more time passes, the more it becomes clear to me that I'm not actually human. So... This could be really cool. It's a, it's an Izekai series that does something a little bit different, but I'm curious as to what the hook is. It's just, okay, gets run over by a bike, and now they're reborn as a baby, kidnapped by a wolf, and raised by a one-armed knight. Could be good, could be bad. I don't know. Uh, but Cross Infinity World also licensed um, Reset the Prisoned Princess Dreams of Another Change, or Tore Wareta Ojo Wa Futatabi. Shiwase na Yumi wo Miru, light novel series, and they're going to release this on January 14, 2021, and the premise of this is that days before her marriage to the king of the neighboring Sunreta kingdom, Princess Annabelle of Niger is abruptly kidnapped by her fiancé and thrown into the prison with her magic knight under suspicion of being a spy. After being held captive for months and informed her kingdom is no more, she passes out in a burst of destructive magic only to awaken as her 12-year-old self six years before her political marriage. Armed with knowledge of the dark future to come she now has a chance to bring about a new fate this is the story of princess annabelle's second chance at life and her drive to stop the destruction of her kingdom this sounds very familiar and similar to another light novel series which had a similar premise where someone finds out about the future and attempts to change it so it's a common trope could be good but realistically it sounds a little it's been done before so our next publisher glacier books has licensed Ayumi's quote-unquote Enchan manga. Now, Enchan is a manga that combines modern artistic technique and a whimsical vision of creative mythology. And they plan to serialize the manga digitally on its website and potentially other platforms, which is cool. Uh, Glacier Bay also licensed the second volume of the Glealia collection of indie mangas. Now, these are a group of indie mangas which are going to feature the works of Maiko Dake, Kenya Oba, Masami Kuroki, Miki Yamamoto, Yoshiharu Mishima, uh, Masayuki Mori, Rui Morita, Daisuke Naruma, Shinoura, and several other artists. And like the first volume that they released, Aura Tanir designed the cover. So if you like the first volume, the second volume is all new stuff, all independent works. Could be good. Now, 
Next one, One Piece Books. The people who brought to you Rise of the Shield Hero has licensed the manga adaptation of Kenosuke Nate's light novel, Farming Life in Another World. Now, this is about a guy named Hiraku who dies of a serious illness, and he's brought back to life, given his health and youth back, and sent to the fantasy world of his choice. And in order to enjoy his second shot, the deity bestows upon him the alarming farming tool. Now, watch as Hiraku digs, chops, and plows in another world in this laid-back fantasy manga. Now, this is one I've heard about, that it's kind of broke because it's like he's super strong super omnipotent and he has a farming tool which is an anything tool turns to whatever he needs it to be and he uses it to make a perfect paradise this is a slice of life mixed with an izakai so eh. and the first five is gonna be released physically and digitally on october 28th now seven seas who's been doing a great job with their releases has licensed the a tale of the secret saint or tenshi shita Daisejiwa Seijo de Arokoto wa Hitakakatsu light novel. Now, this is written by Toya and Chibi, and they also have the light novel's manga adaptation as well. So, you're getting not just the light novel, but the manga. And this is about a girl whose dreams of becoming a knight, and she was born to a family of knights, but she's the least talented among them all. But she clutches her hopes and trains with everything she has. When the day comes for her to slay a small demon and prove her worth, she ends up face to face with a dragon instead. A deadly injury makes her life flash before her eyes, and she suddenly remembers her former life, that she was a powerful saint in a bygone era. Who defeated the evil Dragon King. Uh, that life ended in a pain of becoming of who she was, making her fear ever becoming a saint again. Now the magic from the previous life has been rekindled. She may become a more powerful knight than she ever dreamed, if only she could survive long enough. This is going to be published in October and November of 2021. It's a little bit of a different concept with the being reborn, could be good, could really be good. Who knows? So let's get on to the next publisher, which is Starfruit Books, and they've licensed Keishi Kuraiba's Vaisali, The Wise Princess, and other classic folk tales. Now this manga is going to talk about classic folk tales from Siberia, Scandinavia, and other Eastern European folk tales, and they're full of laughs, friendship, tears, um, all over the place, so it's kind of cool. They've also licensed Yoko Miyako's one-shot manga, Look Into My Eyes, and it's about an idol group that says their final goodbye to their fans and what dreams will they pursue after breaking up for good. And they're both going to be released on their website and they're going to be DRM free. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you got Tentai Books, our last publisher. And they've licensed author Koichi Neko and artist Nardok's World Teacher The Light Novel series. Now this is a fantasy romance adventure that follows a man who was once the world's greatest agent before retiring and becoming a teacher to train new agents. At age 60, the man is assassinated by a secret organization and is reincarnated in another world with all of his memories. He aims to continue teaching agents with his new bodies, and this should be really cool. Now this is going to be released in Spanish and English, so I'm kind of excited there. We'll see how this one goes. No date on its release, though. So, all the licenses, we've got a lot of Izakai and some which are very engaging. Now the one which I'm most intrigued by is the... Uh, va- Vasilisa, the wise princess and other classic folk tales, because I'm a huge fan of mythology and stories from the past, so this could be really fun. All right, so some other news, last part. On October 24th, Homuro Kawamoto with artist Makoto Shizaki is launching a new manga entitled Maho Tensei, The War of Witches, and this can be released in Tokuma Shoten's Comic Xenon magazine, and it's a 
the story about 32 historic women, including Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, Tomei, Gozen, and Marie Antoinette. And in the manga, these prodigies are greedy witches who kill each other to fulfill their own desires. Feels very similar to Drifters, where they took historical figures and made them into action heroes. So it could be the same premise, except they're going to make historical women into crazy witches. Eh, don't know. Could be good, could be bad. On October 22nd, Yuki Tamatani, or Kamatami is launching a new manga titled Hireth wa Tabiji no Hate, or Hireth Lies at the End of the Journey. And this can be released in Kodansha's Morning 2 magazine. And it centers on an immortal man and a god who meets a girl who wants to die. And this introspective story begins with a suicide filled with hope and despair. This one sounds like it's going to be super depressing and make you want to run a razor over your fingers. So, I don't know. Could be good. Could be really bad. Uh, a lot of these could be, I'm getting weird feelings. The next one I am excited about. Because on October 12th and 17th, Ryoji Hirano is publishing the sh- a short spin-off manga of Kyoharu Gotegi's Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba in Weekly Shonen Jump. Now, this spin-off is focusing on the flame Hashira character Kyojiro Rengoku, and it's going to be titled Kimitsu no Yaiba Rengoku Gaiden. There's going to be two chapters, and it looks phenomenal because, let's be honest, the flame Hashira was pretty badass, and how he goes out like a champ, well, it's pretty cool. So, today, uh, September 30th, Monogatari's author Niyoshin's latest novel debuts. It's called Delivery Room and has a really what-the-fuck premise. Uh, well, let's be honest. Here's the premise. Five pregnant women are invited to a mysterious battle royale-like situation with the prize of a healthy childbirth on the line. And it's pretty much that our main character, Miyako Mimamiya, receives a letter of invitation that is written that it's got a 500,000 yen participation fee, and they're given the unprecedented chance to secure a safe and happy childbirth along with a bright future for your beloved child. You're required to enter the delivery room full of uncertainty and absurd purpose. Miyako decides to accept the invitation. Five pregnant women, each with their unique circumstances, gather together what we'll have from here, and will the goddess of safe childbirth smile upon one of them? This seems really just what the hell. Now, this is shipping in Japan, September 30th. So that's today, and its illustrated cover is by Samehoshi, and I gotta say, this looks really twisted. Anyway, other news. On September 28th, WFS and Hobonsha launched the manga Time Kirara Comics app, and this is on Facebook's Instant Games, and it's an app that gives you access to four coma manga. Those are four panel manga, and they're generally gag manga, and this is gonna be released in English and Japanese, and the titles that are for the launch are... Hidamari Sketch, which we reviewed in an earlier episode. Kaon, Hino Iri Mosaic, Is the Order a Rabbit, uh, Urara Mirochi, and The Demon Girl Next Door. And coming in soon on this app is going to be uh, GA, Gejetsu Art Design Class. I believe we reviewed that as well. But anyway, uh, Yuyushika, uh, Blend S, New Game, Gourmet Girl Graffiti, and A Channel. So stay tuned for that. If you want to read some cool. Four comas, which are some fun gag mangas. Look on Facebook Instant Games for the Manga Time Kirara Comics app. So, getting to the end of the news. On September 18th, Hiroyuki Tamakoshi, the mangaka of Boys B, a manga which I really enjoyed and we reviewed really early in this podcast, like in the 11s, launched a new manga titled 
Gyaru Yomei. This was released in Nihong Bongesha's Manga Goraku magazine. And the envious erotic manga centers on a useless 30-year-old office worker who's made fun of by his juniors and is always yelled at by his bosses. He has no hope of advancement, but he goes home every night to a wife 10 years his younger who looks like a Gyaru girl and relieves his stress and heals with her. So this is uh, <laughs> it's pretty much going to be a porn, I'm guessing. Anyway, uh, I think we have one more bit of news, which was on September 13th. Viz Media released the first two chapters of Ryo Nakama's high school family, Kokese Kozaku, on the Shonen Jump service and the Manga Plus service app. Now, it's described as um, our main character, Kotaro, is about to enter his first year of high school, and spring is in the air. He's full of hope and anticipation of a wonderful life at his new school, only to have his dreams crushed by his family. Uh, uh, Ryo Nakama's latest series combines family and school life gags, making it familiar but also fresh. This new genre of comedy will be sure to make the grade. They're also released, or they also released the first chapter of Kozo Kokazu's Our Blood Oath, or Bokuro no Kesume. And this is a one-shot that graced the Weekly Shonen Jump uh, series. And it's returning as a brand new series. And it is eloquently the story of vampire siblings and the oath that binds them together. So, two very cool series i'm excited more for the family one for high school family but kokose uh kozaku could be cool because the one shot was pretty awesome so that's the news for the day let me know what you're most interested in email me at zaninspirekin.com that's xan not zan and well now let's get to the actual review at hand because if you remember from the last episode i spun that one that only the wheel of manga and it dictated to be that viewing a manga that was written by roga and published by uh, Seven Seas Entertainment and Overlap. Uh, it is a shonen series that's original run was December 22nd, 2016, to present even though the original source material for this came out in 2013. There's six volumes of the manga, and it is based on a web series by Ryo Shirakome, which had 10 volumes plus four side stories, which got converted into a light novel series, which has 11 volumes, and is currently being released by J Novel Club and Seven Seas. And there's an anime series, which season two is coming out soon. And this it is a fantasy harem isekai series. And what is the name of this? Well, it's Erofreta Shokuguyo de Satai Sekyo, or Aphoretta, from Commonplace to World's Greatest. This series is one which is a simple premise. You have a main character who is in a classroom and his entire class gets sent to another world. Our main character, Hajime Nagumo, is kind of the punching bag of the class. The reason why he's the punching bag of the class is because he is kind of has a good relationship with the class beauty, Kaori. Like she is super doting and nice to him and all the guys are super jealous of him. So because of that, they treat him like crap. And when he's transported to another world, they're told that they've been summoned by the god of the world to protect them from the demons. And each one of them is given magical and mystical and very cool abilities. And like the class president, he gets this awesome ability of being super strong and having light arrows. The class teacher becomes like, they call her the agricultural goddess because she can grow things. Another character has super awesome fighting skills. Everybody gets great skills. And then you have Hajime. His power is transmutation, which could be kind of cool. It's the ability to transfigure 
elements from one to the other. However, his stats are super low. So, he can only transmute solid objects, which is super common. And he's not strong, he's not powerful, but he can read. And he's pretty intelligent. So, what he does is he ends up studying up. He's afraid to go to battle, but the girl, Kauri, says, Listen, I'll protect you. That's my job. I want to protect you. And after agreeing, they end up going to the labyrinth with their entire class, which it should be a simple milk run. It's just, go to a certain part, do it, you're fine. However, one of his classmates sets off a trap, which sends them from, like, the third level of the labyrinth to the 65th level, where there's a super OP monster that's going to kill them all. And to save them, Hajime ends up using his transformation skills to make a really cool wall and is holding back the monster while everyone runs back. And they say, listen, once we say go, run, we'll save you, we'll stop you. And everyone gets ready to send power to defeat the monster. And they say, come on, go Hajime. He lets his spell down, the wall crumbles, the monster is going to attack him. All of the classmates are sending magic missiles, essentially, at the monster. However, one of the missiles isn't aiming at the monster. Instead, it's aiming at Hajime. So someone tried to kill Hajime, and he ends up getting knocked off of this bridge that they're on, into the abyss, falling all the way to the bottom of the dungeon. His classmates think he's dead, and he is now stuck in an area that no one's ever been to in centuries, and is super volatile and super dangerous. And unlike other series, he gets mutilated severely in the first chapter. In the basement of this of this place, there are monsters that are horrific. And the first thing they do is they attack him and they rip off his arm and he freaks out and uses transfiguring skills to transmute a tunnel to save himself. And he's essentially like, oh my god, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And he stumbles upon a magical rock which gives a healing potion. It's like all the holy stone that releases mana, which if you drink it, you'll heal. So he's living off of that and he ends up just sustaining on his hate realizing you know what they all were against me they're all trying to fight me so you know what fuck them i don't need them i can get strong on my own i'll get strong because i want to survive and once i survive i'll find a way home but you know what anyone who gets my way they're gonna die so he goes from this very nice kid to kind of homicidal maniac very quickly and he ends up having to train himself up to become really badass and how he does this is he ends up using his transmute skills to make like tiger pits so a monster shows up and suddenly they get crushed by a pit and then in order to survive he needs to eat so he's eating monsters which technically will kill you because it's poisonous however he has that holy stone which heals almost anything his arms are growing back but it's keeping him alive so him imbibing this healing potion while eating poisonous monsters ends up causing him to transform into a kind of well He looks like a monster. His brown hair turns white, his eyes turn red, and he ends up adapting the skills of whatever monster he eats. So the first one he eats is a wolf, which has lightning skills. So he now has the ability to create lightning from his hand. And since he can now do that, and he has a kind of offensive ability, he decides, I need a way to to use this lightning. So what does he do? He uses his transmute skills to make a fucking gun. So this is... Fantasy and sorcery, and he makes a fucking gun that shoots bullets. And because he, he's a gun otaku, he knows guns, he knows mechanics, he knows he's very smart. So he ends up using his transmute skills to create really cool weapons and really cool things using transmute in a way that most people would never think of. They think, oh, just change glass to water or 
solids of gold. And he's like, no, he does alchemy like the alchemists in Full Metal Alchemist, but in a more violent and disturbing degree. And he ends up just being badass. After getting revenge on the monster that eats his arm, he goes to the dungeon trying to get out and just finding monsters, killing them, drinking that drink he has because he takes the stone that makes manufactures the liquid and keeps it on him so he can have an almost unlimited supply and he does that and he eats the monsters and he's just like gaining more and more abilities long story short he ends up hooking up with a vampire who's been in prison for 200 years that was trapped in a stone he saves her and she falls in love with him and he calls her Yui because she doesn't want to be remembered by her last name. So he calls her Yui after the moon. And they are now working together to kick ass on their hatred and their revenge against the world. Because she will do whatever he says and he just wants to go home. And he's going to take her with him and damn everybody else. Uh, later on in this manga, there's other girls that show up. You have uh, a bunny girl who is... Well, it's a rabbit girl, but she's super strong and she's clairvoyant. Her name is Shay Hulia. And then there's uh, Tia, Tia Claro, who is a black dragon that, well, with some very etchy and perverted things, she ends up becoming attracted to him and, like, yeah. That's just, that's just really fucked up what happens with that. But So he gets a harem of girls and he's going to get revenge against the world while using his intelligence to fight against the creators of this world because stuff is going on that's really crazy i know i'm going and then and then but this series is really fascinating to me and it's well done it is really well done how they take this character who's not op he's not at all he has a base skill and he has to be inventive and creative with that and that is one of the best parts about this is how creative he is you see him when he first makes his gun he has a bunch of blueprints like he had to figure out how to make a gun and he learns that he can touch objects and tell what they do. And that's how he figures out how to make a gun. He's like, okay, this makes black powder. So I can use this to be gunpowder and make this use this to transmute to make shells. And it's very clever. And it's kind of excited. Now, one of the bad things about it is that the relationship between Yui and him and Hajime is kind of not unhealthy, but it's it's weird. Also doesn't help that she's 200 years old, but she looks like she's 14. So, yeah. There's that. That's kind of why Aphoretta and No Game No Life are kind of being taken off the shelves in Australia. Because she looks like a little girl. She's not a little girl, but she looks like a little girl. So it's kind of weird. Points taken off for that. <coughs> but I gotta say, it's, it is creative. It's well done. The design work is great. And the light novels, I can't wait to read because the manga is really good. Um, it, it's excited me to see this and read it. It really is. Now, if you're sick of the Isekai genre, this does something a little bit different. And I think that you might find this very unique and different. I mean, it's still main character goes to another world and now he wants to go home. That's most Isekai series. But this one, it does do something different. And unlike No Game, No Life, which is still one of my favorite Isekais, because that one, it takes the whole fighting it's just they play games that's how the game the world works this one it's okay he becomes he's the weakling who has to become a monster in order to survive and that's a fascinating turn because he's become he becomes almost evil but he still tries in the in his heart of hearts he's still a good person it's just that he has this really messed up exterior 
it's similar to um, the main not, the main character of Rise of the Shield Hero. How he is so damaged and he acts tough, but he's a good person in his heart. So this is the same way. Uh, I also another fun thing is that this character is physically handicapped from the first episode, and they don't fix that. I mean, he gets a prosthetic arm, but he is missing an arm. He eventually loses an eye. Very bastard esque, and I like the call out to that. So. So let's get to the review of the episode, actually. So this manga, it's an Izekai series, which kind of drops it down a little bit, but not too much. It's got some great characters in it. It's got a unique twist to a very simple plot. And the art style isn't bad. It makes me want to read more about it. Even though some elements with the harem kind of lower the thing, it's still really enjoyable and I want to know more about it. So for that reason, I have to give Aphoretta from Commonplace of World's Strongest... Borrow from a friend. It's really good. It's just there are some elements which I'm just kind of getting tired of. And some elements which are a little cringy. But overall, I do enjoy this series. If you've read this, let me know what you think. Email me, zanatspyrokin.com. Or you can tweet me, at Spyrokin, on Twitter. Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed this, if you didn't like this, if you thought it was a little too weird, if you thought it was different. I do find... Some of the elements and some of the things he does with his transmutability kind of crazy. Like he makes a motorcycle, a giant robot, and at one point he even makes a Hummer. So it's a little kind of outlandish, but if you know the technology and you can transmute the parts and put it together, hey, power to you, right? So remember, check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. And before we get to that part you've all been waiting for, let's get to the manga releases for two weeks. So our first manga release, which came out on uh, for Tuesday the 22nd, we have 32, uh, sorry, 39 releases from September 22nd, 2020. We've got A Bride Story, Volume 12, A Mysterious Job Called Oda Nobunaga, Volume 2, The Light Novel, Excel World, Volume 22, The Light Novel. I am surprised they're up to 22 with Excel Saga, but whatever. Bakano Volume 14, Light Novel. I'm still at Volume 10. I gotta pick up those. Anyway, Banished from the Hero's Party, I Decide to leave, Live a Quiet Life in the Countryside, Volume 1. The Light Novel. Uh, Combatants Will Be Dista- Dispatched, Volume 4, The Light Novel. Heaven's Design Team 1, the manga. Now this I heard about a while ago, and we, you saw it when I posted about it. This looks really fun. It's just people who work for God who design creatures and why they make creatures so weird, so... That one I'm excited about. How Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, Volume 7. Gotta pick that one up. If Witch, Then Witch, Volume 1. Nice little pun there. That's a manga. Interviews with Monster Girls, Volume 8. Kakeguru Twin, Volume 7. King of Eden, Volume 1. Kanasuba and Explosion of This Wonderful World, Bonus Story, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Kuma 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 Bear, The Light Novel, Volume 2. Last Round Arthur, Volume 1. My Androgynous Boyfriend, Volume 2. My Senpai is Annoying, Volume 2. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected, Volume 14, the manga. Plunderer, Volume 5. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World X, Volume 4, the light novel. Silver Spoon, Volume 15. Soul Eater, the Perfect Edition, Volume 3. Suppose a kid from the last Dungeon Boonies moved to a starter town, Volume 3, light novel, and the manga. The Alchemist Who Survived Now Dreams of a Quiet City Life, Volume 4, The Light Novel. The Devil's a Part-Timer, Volume 17. The Elder Sister Like One, Volume 4. The Genius Prince, Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt, Hey How About Treason, Volume 4, The Light Novel. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 11. 
Torture Princess, Frem Torture Chen, Volume 5, The Light Novel, Trinity 7, Volume 21, Weathering With You, The Manga, Volume 1, What the Font, A Manga Guide to Western Typeface, The Manga, that one just sounds boring, and Yao Pedal, Yao Mushi Pedal, Volume 15, Hime, Hime, Hime. So there's a lot this last week that came out that I was, I'm very excited about. Just going, it's Weathering With You, Tanya the Evil, uh, The Alchemist Who Now Dreams of a Quiet City Life, Suppose a Kid from uh, the Dungeon Boonies, ReZero, um, How a Realistic Hero, Heaven's Design Team, Bacchano. You have a great list from last week. But we also had stuff that came out this week, and there's 18 more. So let's get to those. You had Chobit's 20th Anniversary Edition, Volume 2, the manga. Citrus Plus, Volume 2. Creature Girls, a hands-on field journal in another world, Volume 4. Didn't I Say to Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life, the light novel, Volume 10. Eclair Rouge, Grand Blue Dreaming, Volume 11, If I Could Reach You, Volume 5, Maiden Abyss, the Anthology Manga, Our Last Crusade on the Rise of a New World, Volume 4, the Light Novel, Perfect World, Volume 3, Servamp, Volume 14, The Ancient Megas Bride, Alchemist Blue, Volume 1, The Invincible Shovel, the Light Novel, Volume 2, Wave, Listen to Me, Volume 4, Welcome to Succumbus High, Volume 1, Yokai Girls Volume 11, Yoshino Zokara Volume 1, and then finally, Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs Volume 10. So, some more really good mangas. And I gotta say, I'm excited. I'm intrigued, and I want to see where they all go. Which of these are you interested in? Which ones are you horrified by? Let me know, email me, and comment. And so, finally, the last thing we need to do, the thing which is most important, the thing which excites everyone so much... What are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only. The, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And whatever number it lands on, that spot has a manga corresponding to it. So whatever number it is, the manga that's connected to that is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyrocon Manga Review, episode 288. And I'm kind of excited because we've got some really retro stuff and some really modern stuff on here. So let's spin and see. Pretty good spin. So number 10. Whoa. Okay. So in the next episode, I'm reading pet manga. More importantly, one about an older cat who gets adopted by a man. And what are we talking about? We're talking about he and his cat. This one looks interesting. Could be good. Could be bad. Don't know. We're going to wait and see. So as usual, thank you guys for listening. I love doing this podcast. I'm going to do it as long as I can. Thank you guys for listening. I'm your host, Zan. Catch you guys next time. I'm Gonsville. And keep reading manga. See ya.